Beyond what we're seeing is white supremacy going back to the old plans that we used to fight back uh, many years ago, where it was what I call the apparatus of organized hate. We actually infiltrated Ku Klux Klan uh, claverns because they were organized, they would march, they would do things together, try to disrupt events together. Neo-Nazis did that also. And then we saw a seminal change in that in 1992 when the uh, Klan, Nazis, anti-government militias met in Estes Park, Colorado, and one of their most infamous members, Louis Beam, posited out the uh, leaderless resistance model which we then saw take hold in, in the movement. And that was more along the lines of, you know, just one or two people need to go out and act on their own without specific direction from the, you know, the Grand Wizard or the, uh, the head of the Nazi party. This would shield them from federal prosecution is what they believed. So we, we, we kind of went with that, they went with that strategy for years. But they're so emboldened now, Julian, they're so emboldened, new gro groups like Patriot Front, they're not afraid to get in a group, get in a gang, you know, load in a U-Haul truck, show up, and they would have made a major physical assault on the, on the Pride Day. I mean, that's what they were doing. That's what they were geared for. Uh, that's why they have their masks. That's why they have their, you know, their really uniforms. I mean, the khakis and the face masks, the, all their uniforms, look how they all look all the same. They're, they're working as an organized unit. And we're starting to see that more. We saw it in Charlottesville. It was unbelievable to see all the neo-Nazis with the torches. So we're at a different stage in America. January 6th certainly was, uh, you know, an attempt to overthrow the government, which is all these guys ever talk about for the last 50 or 60 years. That was their, that was their reason for living. Listening to Reset Race, you now tuned in to Reset Race. Uh, uh. You're listening to Reset Race, you're now tuned in to Reset Race. Put them back on the grill again, we grilling them. Put them back on the grill again, we grilling them. Put them back on the grill again, we grilling them. Back on the grill again, we grilling them. You're listening to Reset Race, Adels need reparations to make America great. You're tuned in to Reset Race, we no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No. You're listening to Reset Race, we focused on our justice claim, we know what is at stake, uh, you tuned in to Reset Race, you'll find out who really done justice and really who fake, on the edge, go back to U.S. Southern plantations, Pennies, Jim Crow, and mass incarceration, redlining lynchings, we are old from this nation, you're not about justice if you ain't for reparations, MG the wise one, cousin mother intellectual, Samantha bringing fire, anti-black, we pressing you, no permanent friends and no permanent enemies. Enemies, the backbone of the country, the way you need our energy. You gon' see, listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in to Reset Race. Uh, uh. You're listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in to Reset Race. Uh, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Back on the grill again. We grilling them. You're listening to Reset Race. Adels need reparations to make America make great. America uh, great. You're tuned in to Reset Race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No. You're listening to Reset Race. We focused on our justice claim. We know what is at stake. Uh, you're tuned in to Reset Race. You'll find out who really about justice and really who fake. Uh, Welcome to Reset Race.
today we are going to look at this U-Haul uh, of white supremacists um, and dig into that story a little bit. Um, you know how we uh, do it here, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick it to Sam. All righty. Well, here we are. This is going to be interesting, <laughs> to say the least, because it's amazing how they can manage to catch white supremacists when they want to. So that's it. Um, so at me, 17 trillion on uh, Twitter or at Reset Race on Twitter. That's the best way to get, you know, messages and stuff. You can uh, check out the website info at resetrace.org, which is kind of uh, pulling together. And if you want to email us, it's Sorry. No, if you want to email us, it's info at resetrace.org. If you want to check out our website, it's resetrace.org, which I'm still working on it, but, you know, I'm in mourning, so I'll get around to it, or I'll get on Fiverr and pay somebody, but, you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm spending my brother and sister's inheritance on you guys, so give me some time. So, all right, that's it. What's up, Morgan? Say hi to the people. What's up, y'all? My name is Morgan Malachi. You can find me on Twitter, at Cali Tastas. Um, yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, they call me Mud. Uh, you can find me on social media at of lineage. That's O F lineage, Twitter and Instagram. Um, the, I am the creator of Bitter Dose TV. Uh, but, anyways, let's go ahead and get into the show. Look at this, a wild scene this weekend in Idaho resulting in conspiracy to riot. Charges for more than two dozen people. Police say they were found packed into the back of a U-Haul truck with riot gear near an Idaho Pride event. Authorities say the men are members of a white supremacist group, Patriot Front. Evidence collected so far appears to show the group was planning to riot in several parts of the downtown area. News Nation's Ryan Bass is live for us tonight. Exactly how many people were arrested, Ryan? 31 in total, Kelsey. And as you said, those members were reportedly a part of that group called Patriot Front, which is a white nationalist hate group. Now, according to police, they were planning to riot in downtown northern Idaho yesterday where an annual pride event was being held. But they were stopped, all thanks to a concerned citizen who alerted the authorities about the potential confrontation before it even began. They came to riot downtown, and that's why they've been booked appropriately. Idaho authorities foiled what could have been a hostile situation yesterday near a Pride event in Coeur d'Alene, arresting 31 members of the white supremacist group Patriot Front after they were found piled in the back of a U-Haul truck with riot gear. Police were tipped off by what they called a concerned citizen who said they witnessed what looked like a little army. The group hopped into a U-Haul in the back of a hotel parking lot, wearing masks, shields, and shin guards, with at least one smoke grenade and what seemed to be an operations plan, according to police. All 31 members were charged with conspiracy to riot. The Pride in the Park event brought several people to the downtown area that night to celebrate LGBTQ plus pride. Police believe the men who were wearing face coverings, insignias, khaki pants, and shirts that read Reclaim America were planning a head-to-head -head confrontation with people attending the parade and riots in several other spots in the city. I would gladly arrest 31 individuals who are coming to riot in our city for a misdemeanor rather than have them participate in some sort of seriously disruptive event, which is exactly what they were planning. Police said most members of the white supremacist group that were arrested live out of state. Only one was from Idaho. The rest were from Washington, Arkansas, Colorado, Illinois, Oregon, South Dakota, Texas, Virginia, and Wyoming, per reports. 
Tom Rousseau, the national leader of the extremist group who formed the Patriot Front in 2017, was among those arrested, according to local county jail records. Police Chief White said they were able to pull the van over about 10 minutes after the call came in. They beefed up police presence around the Pride event, saying they were aware of online threats coming in. That extra help and a brave citizen stepping up, police say, is what saved the situation from becoming much, much worse. For me personally, I don't think this would have been as successful had we not had one extremely astute citizen who saw something that was very concerning to them and reported it to us. Now, the men are scheduled to be arraigned in court tomorrow, Kelsey. As for that Northern Idaho Pride event, it is actually the signature event in Northern Idaho. They put on that Pride Festival each and every year. This had actually been the first year that they had done it after a two-year hiatus due to COVID-19. Ryan, what do we know about the group Patriot Front? How were they formed? Yeah, we heard a lot about them today, obviously, with this story breaking. And Patriot Front, according to the Anti-Defamation League, which tracks a lot of these extremist organizations, is a far-right group and a Texas-based white supremacist group that was formed after the Unite the Right rally. That was a very deadly rally in Charleston, uh, excuse me, in Charlottesville, Virginia, back in 2017. Now, their founder, Rousseau, who we just talked about in this piece, is actually a former Boy Scout and a former high school journalist. He founded this group when he was just a teenager. I do want to note also, Kelsey, that local authorities did say multiple far-right organizations, not just Patriot Front, were targeting this uh, Pride in the Park rally that was held in northern Idaho, but they were prepared with more presence of police. They even partnered with the FBI to make sure they were prepared for anything that came their way. Certainly glad that they did so. Ryan Bass, thank you. All right. So, uh, what's everyone's thoughts? So, they got a mysterious tip and they actually busted this shit up before they killed anybody or so it can be done i'm amazed so how do we get them to do this to keep people from killing negroes that's my that's those are my first thoughts outside and i'm sorry Yes, I'm not really amazed by them pulling, you know, like a bunch of uh, white supremacists out of a U-Haul, like a clown car, because this is America, and this is some shit that's been going on for, for every decade since my people have been here, just in different ways and versions. But, um, yeah, what do y'all got? What you got, Morgan? I don't know. Like, this isn't, they're not. The, from what I read, they're not this. I don't think that they were actually planning anything. I think they said that some there were guns. I'm getting mixed reports about that. And if there were, then they need to be finding the person that was probably not that far away from the U-Haul with the guns in transport. That's the only thing I can imagine would happen. But it just seems like they're they're using they're pulling stunts and using like propaganda, their uh, media machine to like promote these stunts that they pull to make it seem like they're doing something, but they're really not, you know? So that's, it seems like that's their tactic. And I know they're a spill out from like neo-Nazis in Charlottesville, um, which is kind of like a kindergarten level group, these people. And then they acclimate themselves with more violent, extreme neo-Nazi groups. So they're like the first rounders pretty much. Well, it was interesting that they said that the dude that started this shit started it when he was a teenager. According to anti-hate groups, Patriot Front was formed in 2017 by Thomas Rousseau, 
a young man from Dallas, Texas, who uses a heavy hand to control the group's messaging and activity. Prior to forming the group, he was connected to Vanguard America, which gained infamy after the deadly white nationalist protest in Charlottesville, Virginia. He split off from that group um, in the aftermath of the rally because of concerns over the optics of the event. Cassie Miller is with the Southern Poverty Law Center, which tracks hate groups. She calls Patriot Front arguably the leading white supremacist group in the country, with 42 chapters, including here in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. The group has also posted propaganda in Delaware. And they believe that the country needs to go through a chaotic rebirth um, to be restored to some mythical, racially pure past. Miller says Patriot Front recruits on college campuses with flyers, conducts flash protests, and even vandalism. The group uses encrypted chat rooms to communicate, and there's an extensive vetting process to join. That's just like that Buffalo shooter. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on with all these white teenage kids that are like coming up with these ideas of organizing white supremacist groups and killing black folks and like what 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 the fuck is going on like so angry yeah i mean i don't know you would expect it to be i guess older people that would be on this type of time but i don't know um, I, I do agree with Morgan. I don't think these are the serious motherfuckers. I don't think, I think they probably would have like broken into some stores or got into like some fist fights. I don't know if they would have just all, all out started killing people, but at the same time, you never know when motherfuckers show up with weapons, what, what, what's really going to go down. Um, so it is interesting that. Well, here's the thing that's interesting to me, right? So they got a tip from uh, someone that saw this person or saw these people loading up into a van and they look suspicious. Well, aren't all of these, like, shouldn't all these motherfuckers be standing out like a sore thumb? Like the Buffalo shooter was in full, like, military gear. And you're telling me no one saw this shit? No one noticed it? And he had a, like, he, he didn't have, like, a pistol. He had, like, these big, you know, uh, assault rifles and a, a shotgun. Like, these are big guns that you don't just hide. Like, you can't, if you put it in your car, someone is going to see it. So why aren't they tipping people off? And, like, I don't even know. Like, why is this this group even allowed to organize? Like, they seem to know that all about this group, but it's kind of like, we're just going to wait for them to do something stupid and we're not going to put like a full court press on them um, like we do with like gangs or any any other group. So they get to they get to get in a U-Haul with a bunch of guns uh, ready to start a riot. And then they now they're getting misdemeanors. Like, how the fuck does that happen? That's that's that white supremacy right there. That's the system right there. And. You, what did you say other than how are they able, oh, it, the white boy in, um, in Buffalo? Yeah. So that goes into, I think, the propaganda machine and what we are, um, what we're uh, acclimated in that 
optics of like danger, right? Even as black people, where everything points back to us being like the shady robber, murderer, kidnapper with bad intentions. Um, but when you're hit with a group like that, like in like, you know, they were in Philly and it's a very black town. And but there were like two black people confronting them when it should have been a lot of us. But at the same time, I think that it's a delayed reaction of what violence looks like, that it's even embedded in us. So that's why that white boy was able to sit there in that riot gear and nothing happened in that um, camouflage gear and nothing happened to him sitting in the car in the parking lot. You know, we wouldn't be able to do that. And that's that's what that is, even amongst us. So with all of these shootings going on with this, this, this attempted riot, are we, do, do we actually think that there's going to be a crackdown on these white supremacist groups? Do, do we actually see anything changing or is this just going to be the new norm now? Where all these groups get to pull stunts every goddamn week. This is the new norm and it should be a wake up call to our people like white supremacy is showing you like how faulty America is, <laughs> you know? That's, I just think it's time for us to wake up and realize that shit is real and to stop thinking that, you know, our ancestors lived through a different time. We're in that same time. It's bad. It's almost like it never left, to be honest. It's just like. Really didn't, but I just think it it wasn't. I feel like now it's so in your face that you can't miss it because I have middle class black people, you know, middle class black retirees talking to me about, you know, stuff that's going on, whereas before they were not paying attention. Even with reparations, you know, people are, have said, and it's true, like, what are we going to do when we get it? How are we going to prevent us from going through a Worldswood, a Tulsa? And it's like, I don't, I don't even know, man. I really don't, like, I don't got all the answers. But if we start talking about it, then we can get the answers. Well, I mean, I'm not necessarily saying that it's gonna just instantly smooth itself out, but um, when we can actually like protect ourselves and like like actually command some type of like influence over whoever is policing an area it's going to be a different story because, I mean, you come to a, a Black neighborhood where, you know, everyone is is uh, practicing their Second Amendment to its fullest capacity, and they can actually, like, um, you know, have the same relationship that upper middle class whites have with the police in their neighborhoods. Um, you could fuck around if you want to, but you ain't getting up out of that neighborhood. <laughs> like. And we we may not even need to call the police to to be the to deal with any parts of it. Like it it it, it would be over before it starts. So I mean that's 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 just gonna have to be part of it. I think we're gonna have to like, because especially if reparations hits, there's gonna be some incidents. So we are going to have to like prepare to like actually um protect ourselves and 
right now we're just like um, easy targets because we don't have like that infrastructure and we, we don't have like um, any influence over the police like that. Like, it, like it literally you could be a black man and you could try to like, if you kill a motherfucking mass shooter, like instantly, you know what's gonna happen afterwards. You're gonna have fear in your heart that the police might show up and kill you. Like that's the reality right now. And I think that once we can change the our political influence, like how our political influence actually works for our communities, I think that we we would be able to like, I don't know, like not necessarily like completely solve this issue, but we all know like some old veteran crazy black dude that like teaches everybody how to shoot in the community like we need to have one of those motherfuckers get a group of men like together preferably veterans too that you know know understand combat and defend our goddamn communities because we got a lot of veterans they need to start training the community facts men women anybody 14 and up should be training we need to be out here like everybody else and we need to teach people to respect firearms and everything else. And I think if you were actually training young people about firearms and what their importance is and why you use them, then I think less of them would be out here playing with them. And we do have a lot of, you know, people out here playing with guns in our community. And I think like they're doing it recklessly because they don't really have anything to fight for because the community is not really theirs. They're not actually like, it's not like they're connected in a way to that community where they see the benefit of their everyday life and be willing to actually defend it in, I don't know, uh, a way that's, that would address this type of situation. Right now, we got a lot of motherfuckers just doing wild shit, you know, and if, if they see, like, if reparations hit, they own their fucking houses, you know, they got, you know, they got family members, like, that they really care about, and that, like, they don't really need to go out here and, and, and pillage their own, they're going to stand up and defend their own, like, they, they're going to, their whole mentality is going to shift, at least that's my, that's my thought process on it. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. I think after that church shooting with Dylan Roof, it was like, I think that that would, for me, like, was put me in a vulnerable place because my mother is always in church, you know? And that should have been a wake up call. I mean, there are a lot of wake up calls, but I'm just saying for that, that was like, I don't know, just hit home because when you go to church, that's the last thing you're thinking about is like dying in the church. Have you ever watched uh, his, um, I guess, the, the police interview with him? When he's in, uh, when he initially gets arrested in the interrogation yeah. yeah, but I can't really recall what the fuck he was saying. He just sounded like, you know, they had the first 48, bitch. <laughs> he just sounded like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he sounded like real goofy and like he sounded like a little kid, but at the same time, there was such a hatred for black people like that was just you. 
you saw like he 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 really was on some genocidal shit in his mind. Like we had no right to exist. And this is some shit like all these goddamn these these kids are like, where the fuck is this shit? Like, is this this 4chan shit really that goddamn strong? They've always been recruiting neo-Nazis. You know, Pennsylvania, they said, had the highest population of neo-Nazis in the country. They'll use, like, Martin Luther King Day. If you can go in, like, out of, out of the city, like, upstate PA, um, to, like, spread uh, their neo-Nazi flyers, KKK flyers, and shit like that. It's crazy. Like, and they've always been doing that. Racial justice groups believe the Patriot Front marched through the city of Philadelphia because this is the birthplace of our country. And the growing voice of white nationalist groups has many people in our area concerned. What we've seen in the most recent years is that white supremacists attempt to sugarcoat their messages, making it more palatable and acceptable to a mainstream audience. The group's protest here in Philadelphia was short-lived. Citizens ran them off to their cargo trucks. Still, the brief display of hate left some, like Bass, saddened and frustrated. I know it exists, but we, I try to overlook it. I try to ignore it. But something like that, you, you just can't ignore. My sister was downtown, my little sister that night. And like she did text the group chat, you know, the family chat. It was like, there's some white boys with American flags. But I think like the next day I was on Instagram and I saw my comrade Abdul. He was one of the two black men that I saw confront these people, chase them from City Hall all the way down to Penn's Landing. And so that's like City Hall is 15th Street and Penn's Landing is like Front Street. So that's 16 blocks um, until they got in their U-Haul that was parked on like uh, Penn's Landing, which is like the waterfront across from Camden. So it's a, it's a long way. Um, and that's what I mean. Like they passed, that is old city. Um, so they passed like Independence Hall. They passed the Liberty Bell, Betsy Ross house. They passed all those landmarks. And that's what I mean about pulling the stunt. Like they knew what they were doing. But I also am saying that me just observing the video, it was a delayed reaction. And they also picked that part of town that's like real touristy. Like these people know exactly what they're doing. They're basically like the white supremacist six nine. Let's follow these girls over. They're Nazis. They're Nazis. These are like KKK. Yeah. No, right here. You see all these people?
Fuck up! Whoa! Whoa! Touch me, I'm freaking shit! Teams get back! Get your ass out of this Get your ass out here! Don't get me. Don't get behind me. Do it. You fucking do it. No worries. I got your back. I got your back. Yeah, you got my back. Keep going. Keep going. Fucking do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Back up. You fucking do it. Back up. Back up. Back up. Back up. Back up. I'll break all your shit. Go ahead, touch me. You're going now. Yeah. You get your ass out of here. Yeah, get out of get fucking the Philly. Out of Philly. Get the fuck out of Philly. Get the fuck out. Get your ass the get fuck, fuck out of Philly, you fucking Nazis. Get the fuck out of Philadelphia. Don't be scared now. It's getting Get the fuck out of Philly. Get out of here. You hate racist fuck. Get the fuck out of here! Break your fucking face! Get the fuck out of Philly! You go here! You touch me, I'll slap your head crooked! Get the fuck out of Philadelphia right now! Come on! You get your ass the fuck out of here! their little shields it looked like a they were you could tell that they were ex-cops and military or something like they had makeshift shields um and they made sure that the they weren't confronting them physically but by the time they rounded the left side of city hall going to uh old city side of market street they it seems like that yeah they let off a smoke bomb the smoke was purple or like pink and they did hit that guy, the, the guy who was like confronting them that you could see in Abdul's video. Um, it seemed like they did attack him, but you couldn't see it from the smoke, but they still persisted in like stalking them down at the, like I said, 16 blocks. So, and I don't know, that's this is like some weak, weak shit that they did. 
This is video from Patriot Front's website as an estimated 150 members armed with flags marched through Center City this past weekend. To be honest, I was scared. I was like, you know, I don't, like, what the hell is going on? You know, I felt like we were back in the 60s or something. Sean Bass performs overnight security at the federal courthouse. He watched as the group marched on Independence Mall. They were walking. Um, they were in, in unison like a standard military formation, just marching, um, singing the cadence, saying, take back what's ours, reclaim America. And they profess deeply anti-Semitic, racist, and hateful. Joanna Mendelssohn is with the Anti-Defamation League. She believes the group chose to protest in Philadelphia because of its patriotic and historic significance. She says Patriot Front moved away from its neo-Nazi roots in 2018 and began using a more patriotic message. And when they broke down the purpose of the, Patri the Patriot Front, that's their name, right? Like that what they do is uh, maximize these stunts on social media to recruit. But they've always had these sy systems implemented. They would be in like the punk scenes. It's like a recruitment. And then when you're a weak-minded individual, I don't really make the excuse of people being young. Like you could be young or old and get swayed in this kind of way. You're gonna fall, you're gonna go with it because you're a fucking loser and you need something. And that's how they catch most people. That's how most cults fucked up. That's how it goes. So, so even though you said, I'm not talking about them specifically, but isn't that just human nature, right? That's how people get caught up in everything, right? It's the sense of belonging. It's the reason why people belong to churches. It's the reason why people belong to social clubs, groups, yada, 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 right? Like, it's human. The, the wanting to have that connection, it's just what kind of connection are you going to make? And is it going to turn into some bullshit, like you said, where it turns into cults or fucking people slaughtering people? Like, you know. Find a find a better fucking hobby. I guess that's what. <laughs> but here's the thing: you know, there's a bunch of we all know there's a bunch of secret societies and cults all over goddamn America. It's white people, it's black people, everybody, every race and every ethnicity, everybody is like fucking around with this type of shit. But yeah, we were deep into Jim Jones shit. Yeah, but it's not producing like murderers that are are coming out like every couple of weeks or months like this is like if 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 it was just like being in a cult like we would see this shit happening every fucking day and it would be all types of motherfuckers doing this shit what is it about this the these young white people like well these young white men that they're getting caught up in this this nonsense like this crazy shit because this is this is this is this is extreme once you talk about like, like you just, I, I get it. Like everybody wants to belong, but once you're talking about murder and doing a lifetime in prison or being murdered or like on the scene, like what the fuck are you doing? You're throwing your whole life away for what? And I don't know, maybe, maybe we need to have like the FBI out here cracking this fucking code and actually doing some shit. But it, 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 it this is the frustrating part is that like we all know they're not going to fully go after these people so where does that leave us self-defense and we shouldn't like you know when they they say when they the fbi took down the kkk well which they really didn't but 
the motivation was uh, finding, what was it, like three white Jewish people's bodies that disappeared, something like that, like um, when they were down there trying to organize it. And it's like, okay, then they got the mob to come in um, and do their little mob tactics to the KKK members of the Deep South. And those are the kinds of things where the government will be like, oh, okay, now you spilled into territory of whiteness. And so now we got to lay you down a little bit. You know, it's never because they actually did something to a black person. Like, so that's why like the, the FBI and all of that, that, that you saw, like I said, the system broke down January 6th. Every, every federal agency like ignored what was going on. How do you not know? And the only line of defense was one black American uh, federal cop or some shit like that in between all these supposed uh, important people. So it's like, man, if you if they could do that to them, you know what time it is with us. More and more insurrectionists were pouring into the area by the speaker's lobby near the rotunda and some wearing MAGA hats and shirts that said Trump 2020. I told them to just leave the Capitol and in response they yelled, no man, this is our house. President Trump invited us here. We're here to stop the steal. Joe Biden is not the president. Nobody voted for Joe Biden. I'm a law enforcement officer and I do my best to keep politics out of my job. But in this circumstance, I responded, well, I voted for Joe Biden. Does my vote not count? Am I nobody? That prompted a torrent of racial epithets. One woman in a pink MAGA shirt yelled, you hear that guys? This voted for Joe Biden. Then the crowd, perhaps around 20 people, joined in screaming, boo. No one had ever, ever called me a while wearing the uniform of a Capitol Police officer. In the days following the attempted insurrection, other black officers shared with me their own stories of racial abuse on January 6th. One officer told me he had never, and in his, his entire 40 years of life, been called a to his face, and that streak ended on January 6th. Yet another black officer later told me he had been confronted by insurrectionists in the Capitol who told him, put your gun down and we'll show you what you really are. To be candid, the rest of the afternoon is a blur. But I know I went throughout the Capitol to assist officers who needed aid and help expel more insurrectionists. In the crypt, I encountered Sergeant Gunnell was giving assistance to an unconscious woman who had been in a crowd of rioters on the west side of the Capitol. I helped to carry her to the area of the House Majority Leader's office where she was administered CPR. As the afternoon wore on, I was completely drained, both physically and emotionally, and in shock and in total disbelief over what had happened. Once the building was cleared, I went to the rotunda to recover with other officers 
and share our experiences from what happened that afternoon. Representative Rodney Davis was there offering support to officers. And when he and I saw each other, he came over and he gave me a big hug. I sat down on a bench in the rotunda with a friend of mine who was also a black Capitol Police officer and told him about the racial slurs I endured. I became very emotional and began yelling, how the blank could something like this happen? Is this America? I began sobbing. Officers came over to console me. I don't know. I want to see I want to see more done when it comes to these kind of groups, the same way they keep tracking down these little rappers and hitting them with these RICO charges. But does this happen before we get reparations? I don't feel like it does, because I feel like we don't have enough money to force people to do their fucking jobs. Yeah, I mean, I think what's going to happen is they're all going to divert it to uh, gun restriction laws. That's that's all that's going to happen out of this until we get reparations where we can actually like seriously influence um, on a consistent basis the political process. Um, I don't I don't know what to do about this. <laughs> like, it's just going to be gun restriction laws, uh, more massacres, thoughts and prayers, and recycle. Rinse and repeat. The other questions I've been getting, really not from, um, you know, from our law enforcement partners, but from the press is, how has the community been handling this? I will tell you that uh, I had one of our captains assigned to listening to all the phone calls this morning and of the 149 calls that we know of so far that have come in, uh, they're about 50-50 split, split between individuals in our community who are happy to, to give us their name and tell us uh, that they're, they're proud of the work that we did and they're, they're happy to be a part of this community. And the other 50% who are completely anonymous and who want nothing more than to scream and yell at us um, and um, use some really choice words, uh, offer death threats against myself and other members of the police department merely for doing our jobs. Listening to Reset Race, you now tuned in to Reset Race. Uh, uh. You're listening to Reset Race, you now tuned in to Reset Race. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them, put it back on the grill again. We grilling them, back on the grill again. We grilling them up. You're listening to Reset Race. Adults need reparations to make America great. Uh, you're tuned in to Reset Race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No. You're listening to Reset Race. We focused on our justice claim. We know what is at stake. Uh, you're tuned in the reset race to find out who really dealt justice and really who fake. Early edge go back to U.S. Southern plantations. Pennies, Jim Crow, and mass incarceration. Redlining lynchings, we are old from this nation. Not about justice if you ain't for reparations. MG the wise one, cousin mother intellectual. Samantha bringing fire, anti-black repressing you. No permanent friends and no permanent enemies. The backbone of the country, the one you need our energy. Who gon' sit? 
listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in the Reset Race. Uh, uh. You're listening to Reset Race. You now tuned in the Reset Race. Uh, put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Put them back on the grill again. We grilling them. Back on the grill again. We grilling them. You're listening to Reset Race. Adults need reparations to make America great. Uh, you're tuned in to Reset Race. We no longer starving while others eat off our plate. No. You're listening to Reset Race. We focused on our justice plan. We know what is at stake. Uh, you're tuned in to Reset Race. You'll find out we're really about justice and really who we think. Uh, Until you do right by me, everything you think about is gonna crumble. us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Reset Race Network.